Welcome to episode four of the Unfiltered Tea Podcast. On today's episode, we will be talking about COVID dating. The reason I thought this would be a great topic to talk about is two reasons. My first reason is last year was definitely challenging for all of us, emotionally, physically, mentally, and dating in general is pretty challenging. So to add COVID on top of that makes it nearly impossible. So I thought it'd be interesting to dive in and kind of learn about how people approached it, how people handled it, and if people actually did date during COVID. The second reason is the way I actually view COVID dating. And when I say that is I put COVID in quotes because I connect COVID dating to like dry spell season or cupping season. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically winter months. So between October and February, where people start dating people just to fill a void or for the holidays or to have someone with them during that season. And when people date during those seasons, they basically are dating people that they wouldn't date otherwise, meaning they lower their standards, they avoid the red flags, all that stuff. And I think COVID dating basically started from March to December. And that's where I feel like people are dating who is basically giving them the attention they need or filling the void that they're missing, especially if they live alone and they're working from home, you definitely need that companionship. So because this is such a fascinating topic and I definitely didn't want to tackle it alone, I invited two of my girlfriends to join me, one's from Chicago and one's from LA. So please welcome Courtney and Christy. How's it going, ladies? Hi, good. How are you? Good. How's it going in Chicago? Um, the market's pretty rough, to be honest. I feel like this, like the beginning of quarantine, um, all of the apps added on like, um, like the video chats. So I did a couple of like the video chats and it was so awkward. Um, so I've started doing just like a couple of like one-on-one, like outside in the tents and now indoor dining is open. So we're starting to do that, but I don't know. Market's rough. You guys have indoor dining? We do have indoor dining now. It just opened up last Friday and people like you can't get reservations anywhere. <laughs> no way. It's we all have... still like lower capacity though. Oh, okay. We only have outdoor dining right now. And it's I think at what 20, 20, 20% capacity? It's also negative 14 today. So I don't think that outdoor dining is they have like the igloo things, but honestly, even with the heaters, it's still freezing negative 14 it feels like with the windshield yeah it's so cold here oh my god that's insane um yeah I don't blame you the I wouldn't go out I think virtual dating is like the best best type right now like so virtual and FaceTime I think those are the big things right now and I know a lot of apps are adding that feature into their uh into their whole gimmick I was reading about that. And so now like match.com, they're doing a lot of stuff. Um, Christy, what, what's going on? You're in, we're both in LA, but I'm not really out there. You know me, I stay home. I'm like a nerd. You're way more out there than I am. So I think you'd be the better person to talk about the dating scene and what's going on with COVID. Um, I don't do face chats. I meet in person because uh, in the past, I've had chemistry over the phone, but not chemistry in person. Oh, yeah. So I don't, I just always meet in person for like coffee or a drink. And now that everything's open, it's open 50%. Um, and even if you have to go to like a small place, it 
the majority of the time you can just get a reservation. Um, so uh, FaceTime and Zoom, anything virtual, I, that's not for me. Wait, so I, I, think it's, I think it's a waste of my time and my, like for me personally, it's a waste of my time. They're so awkward too. Really? Oh my yeah. God. Well, if they're awkward, I usually, I do it for work. I do a lot of Zoom calls for work and those are a little bit awkward. So I don't know how it would be. I'm assuming it'd be way worse with someone like complete stranger. Well, and for a work call, you generally like have an agenda and like a topic to go through. So even if it gets awkward, you have like structured conversation. And with a date, I don't know if it, I just feel like it's more comfortable. You can feel like to what Chrissy said, like the physical like interaction and like you can kind of feel their energy a little bit more. Whereas in a FaceTime, it's so, like when it just gets awkward, it's like you're just like staring at each other across the screen. It's uncomfortable. I did like two or three and I was like, probably not. But I don't know if this is, you had this Chrissy too, but when you do the, the first dates, I mean, you know, what this person looks like but you've never met this person in person so the first date of like walking up to the restaurant I always feel like it's kind of like I don't know it makes me anxious I'm like oh like are they gonna look like their picture and now because everyone shows up with their masks on I feel like the moment that they take their mask off is always like this like big reveal of like I don't know it's always like super awkward and like kind of like a weird moment okay that's hilarious, right? It's like someone who got plastic surgery and all of a sudden they take it off and it's like, oh, here's my new face. Um, <laughs> wait, so I have a question. What are the apps that you guys feel like or you've been using? Or like, what are the popular apps you guys feel like is beneficial or has a good selection? Um, I think Hinge is pretty reliable. Hinge is more quality than quantity. Bumble okay. is quantity and not so much quality. Which one? And then Bumble. Okay, okay. And then I sometimes use JSwipe, but there's not really anything on there for me. Okay. Yeah, I pretty much only use Hinge. I used Bumble a few years ago, but I don't check them enough. And I would, you only have like 24 hours and I would like forget or I would just open with a dad joke and think I'm really funny. And I'm like, I like to be pursued and I just felt like Hinge is easier. And I liked the quality of the guys better on Hinge. So I'm not very familiar with apps. I'm really not. And I don't know why for me, I feel like, I don't know. I don't really trust apps, but that's just my, my opinion. I feel like I'm very old school. I like the organic like meet the guy at the grocery store, maybe your elevator or I don't know, restaurant, wherever. Um, but when it comes to apps, I have, I know there's a lot of things that people say like, oh, you, you get catfished or people are ghosting. Um, people don't respond. Do you guys feel like you guys experience that as well? Or do you feel like it's not, it's not true for your, in your case? It's usually me who's doing the ghosting. <laughs> Oh my God, it's so funny. Okay. I don't necessarily think that it's related to the app, to be honest. Okay. I mean, I've met people both, both organically and online because um, like I go out, I feel like, I mean, right now 
this last year, it was kind of hard to meet people going out because like you're only allowed to stay at your table and people aren't like intermixing. Uh, so that definitely changed the atmosphere. But even when I was going out, I don't know what it is about Chicago. And I usually go out in like River North, Old Town area where I feel like is it's not like, they're like young adults, up and comers. And when people go out, they generally still even so like stick to their groups. There isn't a whole lot of intermingling. And I'm the kind of person who just like wanders around the bar making friends with everybody. But even so, I feel like oh, I, met her. I would <laughs> I'd be like, hey, you want to buy me a shot? Or hey, I'll buy you a shot. I mean, I've, I've been at a bar. I was just like, out with having a having a good time. And I bought a beer like we were at a at a bar it was like with a dj it wasn't just like everyone sitting like it was like kind of like a clubby bar um it, it, i was at bottled blonde i don't know if you've heard of it um but it's kind of like a sports bar and every sunday they have a dj there and it's it's like kind of pumpy music and i saw this guy and i thought he was really cute and he was there by himself and i was there with some of my girlfriends and i walked up and i sat bar by the bar so it looked like i was by myself and I sent him a beer and he sent it back. What? And I was like, I had like just gotten back from a fashion show from like a work event. So I had like my makeup professionally done. And I, I think I'm pretty cute, especially when wow. I'm done up. And I thought it was so rude. And I was like, you like, just take it and say, thank you. Did you approach him? I would have approached him like, I'm sorry, is there a reason you returned this? No, the bartender was like, go over and say thank you. And so he came over and he was like, thanks, and left the beer. And I was like, this is market. Like the bar is so low. Well, I give you mad props for doing that. To be honest, I think that takes a lot of courage. And I think that's awesome. I would have just been, you know what I would, I would probably pour the beer on him. That's what I would have done. I was, I literally was like, oh, okay. And just like took the beer and went back to my table with girlfriends. It was so <laughs> awkward. Has that, this is the first time you've done it? Yeah, it was, it was way before COVID. I mean, this had to have been like a year, two years ago, but I was like, oh, like that's, that was the market. That's insane. I'm surprised. But I've never been like shown up at a, like I, I've, I've never like scheduled a date and like the date didn't show up, but that would be really sad. Reminds me of shows where like <laughs> you show up and look at you and turn it back around. Yeah, No. No, I'm not you, but I'm saying like, it's a funny thing is sometimes when someone says, oh, I got stood up and they're like, oh, do you think he came in and looked at you and turned around? One guy actually just unmatched me because I wouldn't come to his house on the first date. Um, so that says that. Wow. Then my profile specifically says, if you have kids, don't match with me. Like, no offense. I love kids, but I want kids of my own. Um, and I feel like guys who have kids they're not like really in a hurry to to settle down plus like I don't want the drama from a previous relationship because it starts to like trickle down into your relationship so I and unfortunately like I like to date older guys and the majority of them are divorced or have children so it's been very hard for me to find a match a good quality match sounds like we have the same type Christy <laughs> I have like I generally date older guys I don't want any previous history but I also feel like especially now after this last year where most of the guys that are older they're so comfortable living on their own and being on their own and 
I feel like now it's going to be even harder to kind of like break the shell. move. Yeah. Like forward from that. Like I went on a first date. I've just been going on, I go on like a hundred first dates. I like, I kind of, I think we should do a podcast like only on first dates. That would be so funny. But I went on this first date with this guy. Uh, he seemed super nice. His picture was like super, he was like the most genuine smile. I was like, sure. So we met up and he said, he said dinner and drinks. So I showed up and I hadn't eaten. And he's like, I'm not hungry. I just ate. And I was like, yeah, I'm not hungry at all. I was like, okay. So then we started drinking and he was so negative. Like the first 15 minutes was like Corona, like negativity. And he would ask me a question and then answer it. And he was like, I just moved here. And he was, I, I literally just think that he needed somebody to talk to outside of like his dog. But then he started telling me how he like has these like anger management issues. And I was like, I, like, I honestly probably should have just right. gotten up and left. But yeah. I was like, I feel like you need a hug. Like, I feel like someone just needs to give you a hug. He's like, yeah, sometimes when the cars pull over the, uh, stop uh, like the crosswalk he's like I have carabiners at the end of my dog's leash and I'll just casually drag it across the front of their cars but only if they deserve it and I was like what 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 makes them deserve it and then afterwards I always offered to pay at the end and at that point we were like four drinks in I don't know I literally just sat there listening and drinking and I was like I feel like I'm helping but I probably shouldn't be helping like I should probably just go to the bathroom and leave but I felt like he just needed somebody to like listen to him and I felt kind of bad. And then I offered to pay because I always do. I feel like it's the polite thing to do. And he's like, oh, so is this why you date older men? And I was like, uh, no, I wouldn't have offered to pay if I was expecting you to pay. He's like, don't worry, I got it. And I was like, okay, thanks. Like it was kind of rude the way he did it. Like I do kind of want somebody to like, take that initiative but the way he did it and then he offered to drive me home and I was like no I don't want you to know where I live I'll take the bus <laughs> oh my god exactly oh my god if you did I would I would freak out oh my gosh he was so sad and I feel like that is like I hope not I mean I went on a first date yesterday that was honestly amazing but mm. I hope that that's not like people are just going to come out of this like wanting connection and I don't know, like, if they're going to be able to, like, reform those connections after, and I guess it depends on the person, but, like, being set in their ways, and I don't know, I don't know. I think that, I think COVID is going to make people more antisocial. Yeah, I kind of do, too. Like, we're going to have to, like, relearn how to socialize. Like, I feel like I was his, the first person he communicated to outside of his dog in, like, six months, and he, like, didn't understand how conversation worked. It's like, um, it's like driving now that like, if you step outside here, if you drive, I think people forgot how to drive. They haven't (laughs) driven for so long. It's like, they forgot. They have no idea where gas and brake is. Like they're like confused. It's insane. Um, I agree with you. I think that, I think that people are going to, it's going to be, it's going to be challenging. I I think it's going to be hard for them to get back into the conversation, learning to talk, trying to communicate. I think that's really, really important. And I think COVID made it, it's a, it's big, it's very challenging, especially if you're an extrovert. And you're stuck somewhere. Um, and if you're an introvert, that's going to enhance your, it's going to make it worse for you. Well, mm-hmm. you're going to enjoy it, but it's going to make it worse for you when you want to step out and communicate with people. 
Um, but do you think that you have the, the COVID talk? Cause now there, that's like a thing where people are going to have the talk outside of like your key interests. Would you like, before you meet the person, do you, would you have, or have you had the COVID talk where, Hey, have you, do you, have you gotten tested or do you want to, do you want the person to get tested or have the vaccine before you meet them? And I know some people are pro and cons about the vaccine, but do you guys, will you guys, do you guys think you would do that? Or do you guys think that no, whatever, as long as they have their mask on and they're good, or do you want to know more history about who they've been hanging out with their work situation? Cause I know that's a big thing right now. I mean, I don't believe in the vaccine, so it doesn't matter to me if someone doesn't get it, but I'm also very respectful of everyone's opinion. Um, I don't really think masks are efficient and work, maybe tiny, tiny bit, um, but a lot of people's masks, if you sneeze or cough, it still goes through it because not everyone has access to medical grade masks. Um, also I'm healthy, so I'll take my chances. I'm still cautious and I'm still safe. Um, but, but I'm also not making out or getting super close to everyone I meet right away, but no, I don't, I don't require anyone to have a COVID vaccine or a COVID test before meeting them. I've personally never been asked prior to going out on a date and I've never asked, but I feel like if somebody is comfortable enough to meet you at a restaurant, you're probably somewhat on a similar playing field in terms of like viewpoints, because if they were overly cautious, generally they're not going to be wanting to go out, even if it's outside. And then kind of how they treat the mask, I feel like it generally comes up in conversation of like, when you first sit down like here in Chicago for a while and I think it might still be this way in some places like every time your waiter comes over you have to put your mask back on and I just kind of take like it's whatever like I do what I need to do in order to en enjoy being out right um, but I feel like you can kind of listen and take cues off of that person of if like if they're getting rolling their eyes every time they have to do that or like you can kind of figure out what their viewpoint is but it covid generally comes up in some sort of like if the if the like conversation is low it's like so how about your quarantine like it comes up in conversation but i i mean personally like i'm not like kissing anybody or macking on anyone on like their first date until i like actually get to know them so actually that leads to my next thing I, I bring up. Do you guys think that wearing a mask during sex is really a thing? Anyone who wears a mask during sex shouldn't procreate. And I hope that they're also wearing protection as well. No, but are you surprised that that's actually like, it's a topic of conversation and that people are actually responding. And I actually, I don't know if people are doing it, but I do know that if you actually Google COVID and look up the dating rituals and what people are doing, it is something that people have asked, like, is it safe? So if you want to like have intimacy, actually psychologists and a lot of like medical professionals are saying that it might be a good idea to wear a mask, but I don't understand how, yeah, I don't, it's like, it's like telling someone to wear a bag over their head. Do you, do either of you guys watch, um, it's on Hulu, um, where they wear the mask, Handmaid's Tale? Uh, I watched one episode and I, I was just, it freaked me out. 
Okay, I, I love that show, but I feel like that's literally what, like, they have, like, this whole, like, procreation ritual. Yeah. Like, no, I have, no. Do you, do you guys think that, um, even though we've been in COVID and, you know, you've, you've been alone a lot, you know, you've been with yourself and trying to learn more about yourself. Do you think that the positive aspect of COVID is it's actually made you think about what you really want in a relationship and what you're looking for? Do you think, do you think that COVID has helped that? Or do you think COVID has just like, people are just going for whatever they can, just whoever is giving them attention because they need that companionship and they're lowering their standards. Do you think that that's happening? Or do you think people are still sticking to their standards and and not ignoring red flags and they're still going after what they're looking for? I think a lot of people were in the beginning taking this very serious, but the fact that our politicians in LA are not following their own rules and getting called doing indoor dining and keeping their own businesses open. So it's kind of like, okay, why should we follow the rules? If the rules that you're making, you're not even following yourself. Last year, a lot of people took time to get to know themselves, see what they like, what they dislike, especially in the dating field. And I know because everybody's stuck at home, dating was a lot on everyone's mind. So I feel like COVID for, for some guys, it has dropped their standards. Like they start getting whatever girl is giving them attention. They go for it regardless if it's actually the type of girl that fits their criteria, what they're looking for. They're just looking for that companionship. Again, dry, dry spell or cupping season or whatever you want to call it. I'm asking you or asking you both. What do you, do you guys think that applies to you as well? Do you guys think that COVID has made you uh, less lenient on what you're looking for? Or do you think it hasn't made any change? You're still going to have the standards and you're not going to ignore the red flags. Like that's kind of what I'm, what, do you guys agree or do you guys feel differently? Me personally. Um, Oh, go ahead, Christy. Oh, you're fine. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not lowering my standards or ignoring red flags for any kind of pandemic or any kind of situation. I'm I'm just not for me. Do you think, do you think girls, I know guys do this, but do you think Oh, a lot of people have. A lot of people have because they've been bored. Humans are not made for isolation. So if you put a human in a house and you say that you have to quarantine, I mean, the majority of people are not going to do it because again, we're not made for isolation. So people are, they're going to grasp on to whatever attention from whatever guy or girl they can get. And it's, and it might not last. And then on the flip side, maybe it's a blessing in disguise and they end up hitting it off and it becomes long-term, but the majority, as soon as the world opens back up, the majority of relationships are, are going to end because people are in relationships now because it's convenient and comfortable. It's not something their heart is a hundred percent. And I know plenty of people who are in relationships only because right now it benefits them and they don't want to be alone. And they both agree that they're not sure if it's going to work out in the long run because they haven't traveled together. There's not a lot of things that couples can, that normal couples can do to make sure that they're compatible because a lot of things are shut down. That's true. That's a valid point. Yeah, I completely agree. And I feel like kind of 
I personally am not lowering my standards. I think if anything this year, I did a lot of like self-discovery and it like slowed me down and it allowed me to really evaluate like what I had done wrong in the past, in my past relationships or what I really was missing in those relationships and kind of figure out what I need for, to make a long-term relationship work. And I think that like one of my favorite first date questions, I mean, we're all spending a lot of time at home and to kind of judge where that person is, if is just kind of asking like, what did, like, what did you do during quarantine or what were some things that you discovered during quarantine? And if their answer is generally like, I sat around and I played video games, I was a total couch potato. Like that's not going to be somebody that I'm going to get along with. Like I want somebody who took the time to really dig deep in their selves or figure out a hobby or discovered something new. And I think that that's a good way to kind of judge it. But my friends always make fun of me because I know what my red flags are and I'll like see them and I'm, I'm so bad at it. Oh, don't worry. You're not alone. <laughs> you're definitely not alone. I went back. That was like one of the things I did this year during quarantine. I've had like four or five serious relationships in my life. And I like went through and I was like, wow, those red flags were pretty consistent, Courtney. <laughs> so now I know. <laughs> and what not to look for. Yeah. That's good. So, so then just to sum it up that, so both of you agree that even though you, we've been through COVID and we've been, you know, quarantine and stuff, it still hasn't changed the the criteria we look for in this in our significant other, which is great. I think that's awesome because I know a lot of ladies and a lot of fellas, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, one last question I'm gonna throw you guys. Do you um do you think that women go through cuffing seasons or do you think that's more of like the guys? I think that's pretty mutual. Uh so when I've heard of cuffing season, it's like from my understanding is, and I grew up on like a pretty small Christian reform. So like you started cuffing season in like high school and like most of my friends are married or engaged or have like multiple babies. And I'm like, Hey guys, let's take tequila. Like <laughs> I still go out and I have like a group of friends that I go out with. Um, but I feel like cuffing season is generally from like October through, de- through like right around now like valentine's day and it's only so you have so like when you go to holidays it's like oh no i am seeing somebody or you have someone to like be with during the cold months or like take to holiday parties um but i i've had girlfriends that are like yeah he's he's my cuff boyfriend i'll be i'll be single by summer and i'm like what is the point of dating them like if you're not for me, I date with a purpose. So like, if I'm going to call you my boyfriend, like I potentially see a future with you. Otherwise we're just like dating and I'm not, I can see whoever I want and go out on dates with whoever I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. I think at the end, at the end of the day, everyone's looking for companionship everyone's looking for that long-term relationship maybe not everybody but hey even George Clooney found someone so if George Clooney can do it I'm pretty sure any other person I mean George Clooney is he's he's got pretty high bar and he's so handsome and he's worth like a bajillion dollars and his wife is so hot no I know but back then when he was single everybody's like I want to be George Clooney you know what I mean like that was the same like in every movie every show it was like oh I'm gonna be George Clooney 
And now when he got married and he has kids, everybody's like, oh my God, George Clooney did it. If George Clooney can do it, I can do it. I don't know. Oh, like if, if George Clooney can settle down kind of yeah. a thing. Cause he was, he was, he said never went to get married in his interviews. He enjoyed being single, blah, 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 until he met the one and he got married and he has a kid. So it's like really funny. But on that note, I want to thank you both for joining this fun conversation of COVID dating. I hope we gave all my listeners uh, good input and good um, information. I hope, you know, if anybody actually has uh, any first date story that they want to share, please, please, please uh, comment in my DM. I mean, not my DM, comment in my post when this, uh, when my uh, podcast goes live, but I want to appreciate both of you ladies. Thanks Courtney and Christy for joining. This was so much fun. It was really insightful, actually. Um, your both opinions are, are similar, but different in a way as well. So I want to say thank you for taking the time to join the Unfiltered Tea. Until thanks then. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me. And um, yeah, until then, uh, see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.